Hey everybody, we back again. We back. Hello. You're a fucking idiot. All right, I'm Spencer, and of course we have our licensed clinical therapist, Nas. I go by Bobby, Doctor Nas. Bobby, Doctor Nas. Hmm. Is the doctor the middle name? <laughs> I took I took my husband's first name. <laughs> This is the Different Spectrums podcast where we talk about movies, shows, and the mental health <laughs> aspects that surround them. We also like to have some laughs, so don't take us too serious. Or do. It's completely up to you. There you go. Also, don't forget to run up those likes for us. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, shoot them. Um, <laughs> so, before we get into it, go check out some of our great collaborators. Uh, we have Bubs Naturals, Cure Hydration, Pinfinity, Silver Dollar Candle, Nerds, Two Nerds Candle Company, uh, Cat and Raven Company, and then Twink Toys. Yeah. Yes. Do check them all out. You can also get up to 20% off if you use the code DSP or DSP20. Uh, also, go check out our link tree slash the description down below. Yes. Point down. There you go. Down to hell where we're going. Uh, so yeah, go check it out. We'd really appreciate it. And and then also go check out our merch. We got some good stuff. Different, different. Got a lot of different things. Because that's the name of the show. Yep. There you go. Brandy. What a plug. Yep. And great job wearing our merch, jackass. I got you. Thank you. One. Two word answers. Love it. Uh, what a great show this is going to be. Cool. So, uh, today we are going to take a look at Training Day with the great Denzel Washington. Yes. We're going to be taking a look at one of the most famous scenes, probably in all cinematic history. Um, yeah. All oh, you bitches. <laughs> uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, antisocial personality order disorder. The order, the order. That's right. Just like the white man, this is the, the order. The <laughs> order sixty six. The order. If only Palpatine was black. It, oh my god. It's <laughs> execute order. The <laughs> order sixty six. <laughs> Yes, sir. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So, we're going to be taking a look at that. We're going to be running down the symptoms of antisocial personality disorder. Um, and then we'll be talking a little bit more about just being, you know, an asshole, pretty much. Yeah. Like a better <laughs> word, being an yeah. asshole. And also, when people piss you off, happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, so, Nice. Anything before we get into the show? I think that was pointed at me, you fucker. Well, watch out now. If the panties fit. Got a whole lot to aim at. Oh, you have a white supremacist over here. Jesus. Light power. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm anti-fluff. Uh. So need that lean. You do. Shout out to Mo. Uh, 
Yeah, so we're going to get into this. Um, the whole thing was to have some fun about it. I bring this scene up quite often in therapy by him kind of cussing out folks that don't have his back. The whole hood like had his back, but that's because he was manipulating them, using them, and hurting them, and, and, and saying like, hey, man, I'll keep you in prison, or I can get you out of prison. But, you know, the, fa- the how he blows up, this right, this scene and how he blows up is, it's pretty well known, especially for a lot of folks that are, you know, my age or older, millennials or older. Um, young cats don't really know about it, so I wanted to do this so then I can use it with more clients and then have some fun. While watching it, me and Spence, we were like, hey, man, this this man, this some fuck, this guy's terrible. Let's talk about antisocial personality disorder and create an educational pod on what this personality disorder is, how it looks in the community, also some books and resources that we already have on our Amazon book list uh, that we recommend folks read. So. Let's get into it. Let's do some education and let's talk about some stuff. Whoop whoop. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> whoop whoop. There it is. Yeah, your microphone cancels it out. Um, Damn it. Uh, oh, FYI, folks, uh, tr- trigger warning because there's going to be a lot of swearing in these scenes and, and we're going to be having some fun probably swearing as well. So lots of yes. swearing. And Denzel gets shot in the ass, so. Yeah, wow. It's a nice ass. It's got a great ass! (laughs) Let's get to the scene. It's a (laughs) Hey, everyone. I'm here to talk about our new collaborator, Toink Toys. They have a wide selection of, you guessed it, toys and other great collectibles. They have products from Marvel, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and everything pop culture. You could say they put the toy in Toink. So go check them out at toink.com and use our code Different Spectrums Podcast to get 10% off your entire order today. It's no fun when the rabbit has a gun, is it? <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> hey. First Damu puts one in his head, I'll make you a rich man. Come on now. Who wanna get paid? Who wanna get paid? You're not like you. You know what I learned today? I'm not like you. That's good, Jay. I'm glad to hear that. Good. So what now? Huh? What you gonna do? You gonna shoot me? You gonna bust your cherry killing a cop? There it is, Jay. Hit me. You ain't never killed nobody before, have you? It ain't like stepping on ass, Jake. Takes a man to kill. You man enough to kill, Jake? Get me right there. Get me, Jake. Get me. Hit me. Hit me. You can't do it. Somebody drop this fool for me.
You got us twisted, homie. You gotta put your own work in around here. Uh, it's like that, Bones? It's like that. Player to player, pimp to pimp. I don't believe you shoot me, nigga. Don't do it. Don't do it. Now I don't believe he got it in me, Jake. I'm gonna get that gun, and then I'm gonna get that money. And you ain't gonna do a damn thing, because you ain't gonna shoot no cop in the back, are you? Don't do it. You know what they give you for that? The gas chamber. You know what the gas chamber smells like? Pine oil. That's where you headed, boy, to pine oil heaven. I'm gonna get that gun, and then I'm gonna get that money. I don't believe you got it in you, Jake. I'm gonna go get it right now. Oh! You motherfucker! The next one will kill you. Oh, son of a bitch! You shot me in the ass! Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Okay. Alright, lift. Oh, Jake, I need the money. Give me the money, Jake. Give me the money, please, Jake. Give me that money! It's not gonna happen. What are you gonna do? You gonna jack me now? You gonna take my own money from me, huh? I told you that's my evidence. You wanna go to jail, you wanna go home. I wanna go home, Jake. Give me the money and let me go home. Yeah? Yeah. You want to go home? Yeah, let me go home, Jake. Come on, give me the money and let me go home. Give me the money and let me go home. Let me go home, Jake. That's right. Come on, Jake. You don't deserve this. Bounce on me. Get up out of here. We got your back. What? Just like that. Oh, no, you didn't. Wait a minute. No, you did Hey, hey, Jay! Hey! Jay! 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 Come back here! Jay! You disloyal, fool-ass, bitch-made punk. Jay! I need my money! Jake! Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Huh? You think you can do this shit? Jake! You think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Shoe program, nigga. 23-hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go on, walk away, because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I'm winning. I'm winning any motherfucking way. I can't lose. 
shit. You can shoot me, but you can't kill me. <laughs> oh, what a day. <laughs> what a motherfucking day. It's a me, a Spencer, and I'm here to talk about our longtime collaborator, Cure Hydration. Cure is a premium hydrating electrolyte drink mix made with organic coconut water and pink Himalayan salt with no sugar added. It contains four times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. My go-to flavor is grapefruit, but if you're not into that, you can go and get their variety pack with eight different flavors to sample go to curehydration.com or go to our link tree and use the code dsp20 to get 20 percent off your entire order today hey everyone we back <laughs> we back uh and we're live just as live as denzel's uh career as an officer not it's not good it's not, not long it's not no. looking good no not a well long career there. Yeah, um, yeah. So we are here and we're going to don't say it. We are here and we're going to talk about training day. Yep. Uh training day, if you don't know, is pretty much a film about this uh rookie cop and a veteran cop uh showing him the ropes in uh 24 hours so it's literally in a day that all this happens and uh and then denzel's character is a dirty cop and in la um and so (sighs) denzel's trying to show ethan hawk's character just like the ropes and what he's supposed to do and he's trying to manipulate him to join his like his like it's just his crew, crew. of you mm-hmm. know dirty cops um as they take money from this other cop and you know you know and then denzel owes it to these russians it's a whole story you should go check it out it's on each or just max now stupid ass fucking name max. um yes max. uh but in this scene it's one of his most iconic scenes probably uh ever and it's the end of the movie where uh denzel is finally on the losing end and um has to not only face ethan hawk's character but has to face this neighborhood that he's like nas said has been manipulating and just you know controlling uh throughout however long right um and so now they're finally coming back and they're standing up for themselves um so it's a great scene great movie and uh yeah so something that we really want to talk about is this thing called antisocial personality disorder um, yeah what the hell is that what is it um Naz, do you want to give like just a brief overview of what you think it is and then we'll tie it back into the actual description on the mayo clinic health.com we're gonna look at the mayo clinic is this the mail. that's the hospital um <laughs> at the doctors but mayo put on sandwich damn it yep it's not like uh will levis from 
Uh, Kentucky who puts mayo in his coffee. That's a different story for a different day. Just get to the fucking... Okay. <laughs> well, wait a minute now. Uh, get warmed up. <laughs> um, antisocial personality disorder. It, it is very rare for me to see in the office, but it does happen. Uh, mm -hmm. Those folks usually don't come to the office on their own free will. It's usually being mandated. There's usually reasons why they're being there or they're trying to refine some of their issues and play the victim and like figure out how to manipulate the situations even better. Very rare to see them or pure narcissist in the office. We've done a pod previously on narcissism uh, with Vicky, a fellow therapist and friend. What was the movie? Renfield. We did on the movie Renfield not too long ago. So if folks want to check out narcissism, do that. You mush antisocial narcissism together, you got what we got, a perfect concoction made in hell called mm -hmm. a sociopath or sociopathic tendencies, psychopaths. Mm -hmm. All of you that like watching the murder podcast and all that shit, right? Yeah. We'll go watch the narcissism one and you get that. And then you're going to mm -hmm. watch this one and you're going to learn something about that. And then what makes those individuals? All right. Description. Uh, yes. A lot of folks uh, probably won't experience empathy. They're not going to feel it. It's not like folks on the spectrum that are like, oh, you know what, I don't really feel or emote a lot of things. It's not like that. Legitimately, mm -hmm. you do not feel it. You do not have it. Those close connections with others, it's just not a thing. Also, you know, the rules don't apply to you. I can do whatever I want, when I want. doesn't really matter. I don't really care who I hurt. Another thing is using others to get their own way. So you may manipulate folks, and like Denzel does magnificently in this movie, he is a great sociopath and has antisocial mm -hmm. personality disorder. Very greedy, very money-hungry, very abusive. Um, mm -hmm. And so those are some of the main things. Lack of empathy, using others, um, and thinking that the rules don't apply to them. I've had a few clients that had some of those traits um, and that were hurting others and did not care. Sometimes that comes out of trauma, right? Sometimes it comes out of the family dynamics of what, like what's going on in there. Uh, sometimes it could be like some bipolar disorder stuff that also with some trauma issues and then leads into like this manic individual, but usually antisocial, very rare. But when you see it, watch, scary, watch out. Mm -hmm. Last thing I'll do, when you mush those two together and you get some more of them sociopathic individuals, what you will notice is those individuals are actually very good at playing the victim. Mm -hmm. Very good. You wouldn't think that because you would think that they're good at like, you know, hurting others. They're actually very good at spinning it on its head, 180, and playing the victim. The common denominator is usually they play the victim in some way. They'll be the persecutor, right? The oppressor, the abuser. And then, but somehow they'll be like, oh, they'll gaslight you and making it feel like, you know, they're the ones that are hurting. Interesting concept. We're going to get into some more stuff and some books and stuff in a minute. But like Spence, let's, uh, let's kind of hang out and kind of go through this step by step and let's talk about it. So I'm going to give just, even though Nas gave a great overview of it, uh, we're just going to go over the dictionary term, I guess, um, on mayoclinic.org. Uh, just so you know, it's a very reputable uh, site, especially when it comes to health. So yep, uh, let's get into it. So uh, antisocial personality disorder, sometimes called sociopathy, is a mental health condition in which uh, a person consistently shows no regard for right and wrong. So we got that. Right? Yep. Um, and then they also ignore the rights and feelings of others. 
talked about that too. Uh, People with antisocial personality disorder tend to purposely make others angry or upset and manipulate or treat others harshly or with cruel indifference. So So you're you're just abusing the shit out of people, man. And just sometimes you just want to do it just to rile them up, just to Mm -hmm. to mess with people. Right. And that's... And then also kind of put in there, it's like, don't take this as just as somebody who likes to also like just gaslight as well. There yeah. are people like for me, for example, I talk shit, but you know, I'm not also trying to like hurt. I'm, I do, you know, you do it in a joking way. And then there's like people who are actually like trying to get a rise and say some like messed up shit. So, so. the difference between there is one is yeah. like fun and joking. There's a relationship. The other one yeah. is with malicious intent, with intent mm-hmm. to harm, to harm, right. disturb, deregulate. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you want to cause pain and you enjoy, you may enjoy causing pain. Mm. Yeah. So there you go. So just want to put that difference out there just in case somebody's like, I know someone who's like this. It's like, calm down. Wait a minute. Don't, <laughs> don't just jump the gun. they be like, you're a sociopathy. <laughs> like, all right. Well. No, they just suck. They're not a sociopath, but they do suck. There you go. Uh, so um, let's get down to the symptoms. Symptoms. Yeah. Antisocial personality disorder. All right. So some of the symptoms are ignoring right and wrong. Yep. That's one of them. Uh, next is telling lies to take advantage of others. Um, next yep. is not being sensitive to or respectful of others. Uh, uh, real quick, sensitive or respectful. We could be respectful of uh, of time, respectful of their body, respectful of their economics. It could be respectful of a lot of different things. So it's pretty much mm-hmm. pushing the boundaries of others in almost every facet. Mm. And then next is uh, using charm or wit to manipulate others for personal gain or pleasure. Bruh, story time. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, I remember we was at my old school, right? And... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a person got sent in and talked to us, this and that, right? And it was kind of mandated. They wanted to work on their stuff. In the meantime, we had knew that this person was abusing and hurting their partner. We mm-hmm. knew because we you hear it through the grapevine. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up getting the boy. And that was interesting because they was playing the victim and it was sad and crying and everyone's against me, this and that. And I'm like, okay, hey man, I'm trying to help you out and figure out some stuff. Wouldn't admit to any of the crimes that they were committing. Mm-hmm. And so I remember we, uh, my boy left, right, left the office, this and that. And uh, one of the intern goes, hey, man, that was the nicest person I just saw in the hallway. Oh, my God, you got nice clients. And we had a case conference that day. My boss goes, you just met a perfect sociopath, antisocial person. She said, what are you talking about? That boy's the devil. Mm-hmm. And she said, what do you mean? She said, a lot of these folks that are antisocial are very good at charismatic, wooing. They're very engaging, very, very charismatic. Um, They could be very good at businesses and owning things. They're just very good at talking, unless they can use that to manipulate some others or or gaslight some people or to take advantage of, like, financial situations. You see it with a lot of influential people. Uh, I bring it up because the intern was like, oh, my God. God, because mm. you think someone's just being nice and kind, and you're like, yuck. Uh, 
And don't get this twisted, like Spence was saying earlier. Don't get this twisted, like folks that are charismatic just in general, or like trying yeah. to pick people up at bars or something like that, right? Or just good talkers like me, or like Bubbly. Mm -hmm. Vastly different. Um, mm -hmm. And personality disorders. That's not a thing. There's people that are good at talking. These folks, they're wooing because they're planting the seeds to take advantage at a later time. I'm not trying mm -hmm. to scare people. I'm just letting you know this is what some folks are doing. Uh, go ahead, Spence. All right. Moving on from that is having a sense of superiority and being extremely opinionated. Bruh. The yeah. superiority thing. Big, mm -hmm. big time. I'm the best. Yeah. I'm the brightest. I'm the richest. I'm the smartest. I'm the prettiest. It can get intense. Mm. Also, the belittling others, right? When you talk to folks, it's they're, they're so stupid, Nas. They're mm -hmm. beneath me. I can treat them like I, they're dogs. This is what people have told me in my office that I had these things. They're dogs. Oh, who cares about them? It's full, They'll dehumanize others because you can always hurt people. It was what we know with legit racism, legit certain other things. Uh, transphobia is when you dehumanize people, then you may attack their bodies or hurt their bodies, take advantage of them economically. Um, sociopaths or antisocial folks will do that. Yeah, which is interesting because it's like, um, and I think that's why it's so interesting when it's um, Denzel, even though he's a, a black male, he's also, you know, a cop. And so uh, there might be some superiority that may be going on like, hey, I'm I'm better than you because, you know, all you are like gangbangers and all that shit, even though he's selling drugs and all that shit in the movie. So facts. Well said. All right. So next is having problems with the law, including criminal behavior. Not everyone you're going to see that uh, in trouble with the law because they're good at getting mm -hmm. away with it. Could also have a right. lot of privilege as well because, you know, certain folks, white folks could, you know, white collar crimes. Right. And so they can get away with certain these things without having the criminal hashtag. Right. And that kind of also goes back to like somebody like, uh, who was it? Jeffrey Dahmer, who yep. uh, got away with that shit even though there was like compelling evidence that he was doing that shit and could have been caught like multiple, multiple times. times. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it was let go because he had that, um, he was able to kind of talk his way out of, you know, getting arrested and. Wooer. You know. Woo he yep. was good at wooing, very charismatic. And mm -hmm. he just feels trustworthy. A lot of the privilege plays into that. Yeah. Next is uh, being hostile, aggressive, violent, or threatening to others. Now, I wonder what this one is that like when they're at like maybe a breaking point with somebody, maybe if like they're not getting, you know, they're not, the manipulation isn't really working as well. Um, is that kind of what goes into that? Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> so when you have it with narcissists, uh, when mm -hmm. they get back into a corner, they don't get their way, they rage. Same thing with mm -hmm. folks that are antisocial, they rage. Um, mm -hmm. And this is different than like borderline personality disorder where the emotions ebb and flow. And deregulate is different than folks on the spectrum deregulating because they're not getting in their way. This is because someone knows that they can use intimidation in their words. They know that you can use violence, whether it be interpersonal violence, physical violence, emotional violence, right, mental. It doesn't matter. The key is dominance. Key is dominance. And so you use this to take advantage of folks. And we see mm. this. I mean, he fits this to a T in this scene. To a T. Right. Yep, because he finally is is losing, sees that he's losing, so now he's 
just raging saying fuck it like <laughs> raging and then yeah. still maintaining the superiority of i'm better than you yeah i'm i'm better All than you. you bitches wouldn't be shit without me and pelican bay right this is he's talking about this prison and he's talking mm -hmm. about y'all be making shoes making shoes in the prison right and he's like mm -hmm. i run this so he's saying you i'm a god pretty much like loki like the episode that we just shot um we yeah. are gods yeah. He thinks that he's a god and that he makes all the shots and he can do whatever he wants to whoever he wants. Mm -hmm. oh, so, oh, Denzel. Oh, Denzel. Uh, next is feeling no guilt about harming others. So, Interesting thing here, Spence. Uh, I don't yeah. have to talk much about that self-explanatory, but I have a lot of students with like harm OCD mm -hmm. thinking that they will harm others or murder others or you know, kick a baby or some shit, you know, I don't, I don't, I thought about kicking a couple now. Jesus Christ. You know, you see one and you're just like, bloop. The harm OCD is intense. Uh, and there's a lot of therapists or a lot of social media folks that specialize in OCD. Um, and you know, they're like, nah, I'm terrified that I'm going to end up hurting someone. And I was like, hey, man, you think anyone that actually hurts folks, like, thinks or, like, is worried about hurting folks? That's how we know you're not going to hurt someone. I know it's a little complicated right. to follow. But anyone with these type of disorders, narcissism, antisocial, anyone that's abusing people and, like, having a good old time and not giving a shit, the fact that you're caring and freaking out and, like, anxious, some of my clients have literally contemplated suicide so they don't hurt anyone. That's very extreme, but just think the fact that you're thinking about it means that you're not going to do it. What I see a lot of is clients that say, hey, man, I don't want to be like my pops. I don't want to be like this alcoholic that's beating his kids and shit, man. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like so and so that, you know, abused me this and that way. Man, you ain't going to, but you ain't about to do that, man. Come on. Man, I got angry at this one kid. We got into a fight. I said, yeah, one kid. Shit, I would have fought that kid, man. Kid's a piece of shit. I'm. So I have a lot of students that deal with this thing that separates them from antisocial is it's the last thing on earth that they would ever want to be. And they freak out about it. So those of you that think that you fall into this category and then you start getting worried about it, get, that guarantees you that you are not antisocial or narcissistic. Hmm. I'm done. All right. Uh, second to last bullet point here. Uh, doing dangerous things with no regard for the safety of self or others. Risky behavior. Uh, yeah. Again, that can kind of maybe sound like bipolar. Maybe that can sound like, you know, borderline personality stuff. Maybe that can sound like ADHD being impulsive. But this is like maniacal, malicious, like, you know, you, you're putting yourself in legit harm's way and doing some wild shit. Mm -hmm. Or maybe financially, we see it a lot in the financial district. What's mm -hmm. this guy, Spence? This FTX? This is the crypto guy? FTX, right? Maybe. That yeah. Tom that Tom Brady and all them were in? That Fred Berkman Freud or whatever? I think it was FTX. Uh, yes. FTX. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what the Miami Heat Stadium was for a little bit. Um, that's antisocial oh, yeah. personality stuff. You're taking advantage of people's money. You're running these Ponzi schemes. Bruh. Mm -hmm. Story times. What? Doc doctorate program they had us watch this thing about this guy that was this white banker and just mm -hmm. manipulating and using everyone's pension funds and embezzling the money and all this and at the end of it and he then he was like 
helping like police officers, like catch a few folks, but then he was doing like talks and then he was a professor at a university and all this. And then turns out he ended up embezzling a ton more money from a ton more people again. And mm -hmm. I emailed the teacher. I'm like, why are we watching this? Mm -hmm. why, why am I having, why are we promoting this fucking guy? And he's proven that he got caught again after we watched this. I'm like, there's some white privilege, dog. That you can be horrible, and now you're a professor, and now we're watching you talk about these things, and then you committed more heinous crimes and stole more people's money. Yeah. <sighs> Antisocial. You just don't give a shit about anyone. You take people's pensions, bro. You take yeah. people's 401ks, bro. Mm -hmm. I, I, hey, I done stole some shit from the store. I grew up around a lot of folks that were stealing for money and food. You stealing mm -hmm. people's retirement funds? Yeah. Can't fuck with you. Um, all right. I just wanted to talk about the economic stuff because we see it a lot with these white collar crimes and like, oh, it's fine. Oh, bro, it ain't fine. It shit ain't fine. Yeah. I know. But yet, you know, God forbid you sell cigarettes on the street corner, get choked out by police. Pause. Ben's talking real shit, uh, right? Mm -hmm. the, the, the difference in crime and punishments these white mm -hmm. collar crimes and in the things that poor folks, specifically black and brown bodies, specifically black bodies, he spends talking about a bunch of them folks, Eric Gardner and all them that are selling cigarettes and then and then they die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh real quick, you know, these these officers in Colorado, one of them got charged for killing this young black boy um out in Colorado, right? And then the other two got let go. Uh yeah. I think my nephew, who's lawyer, he sent it to me a couple of weeks ago that the one guy got charged. I'm like, yeah, man, they choked this boy out. He was walking back from the convenience store with just some food in his hand, listening to music, yeah. having a good time, mm -hmm. and he died. And they yeah. choked him out, and then when the paramedics got, paramedics got there, they shot him up with ketamine, with drugs, and then his heart stopped. Yes. Uh, and, and bro, Spencer, I'm telling you, you can tell that he was on the spectrum just from the way he was talking. It was horrible. Yeah. It was, oh, it was horrible mm -hmm. listening to it. I should never listen to it. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess I bring this up because uh, Spencer brought it up. It's just sad to see what some folks will go through when they're doing nothing and with sociopaths, people that take advantage of people on purpose, get away mm -hmm. with because they're rich. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's an unfortunate fact that you have to really be careful if you have somebody on the spectrum. Um, because we've seen it time and time again, especially when it comes to police officers. Just if you're on the spectrum, it's like you can't communicate the same way as somebody else. You yep. can't talk your way out of, you know, a ticket or talk your way out of just walking the streets. And so if you're black and you you have autism, that's a that's a deadly combo, unfortunately. You know? Yeah. The sarcasm in yeah. that, right? So you could be seen as yeah. a deadly combo. Yeah. Uh, it's terrifying, bro. I remember having Celine walk around in the country out in that house that we're out in Dakota. I'm like, bro, yeah. you never know, man. Um, yeah. You know. never know because there's some crazies out there that will hurt other people. So, mm -hmm. no, we took a little turn here, but I, I thought it was good that you brought it up. And I just I ended up reading the horrible articles mm -hmm. about them officers that got let go. And I'm like, damn, man, that was the worst one. Yeah. Worst one. Um, uh, let's uh, let's transition back. All right. Last bullet point here is uh, being irresponsible and failing to fulfill work or financial responsibilities. Yep. Yes. Folks will yes. 
you know, pivot or, you know, won't do stuff or say that they'll do stuff and then they'll blame it on others. You, you see a lot of not taking accountability. Um, mm -hmm. You got to have a lot of these. They got to be kind of persistent, right? It's kind of hard to see these in certain folks, but they are there. Uh, so the book that my boss had me read was called The Sociopath Next Door. Mm. And it's not like all these, like, you know, murderer spends. It's, it's, it's a lot of small case studies of all these just average day people at your work and at your office that are doing mm. things to take advantage of folks in almost mm -hmm. every way. And it is, it is terrifying. Um, I had a client recently like read the book and I, they got a trauma history because you know, some stuff. So obviously that's why I gave them the book. I said, read this slowly. You're going to read some shit and it might be like overwhelming. So read it chapter by chapter, right? And just then move on. I always do that whenever folks have trauma and they're like, man, that shit was way too close to home. I was like, ain't it scary? Mm -hmm. Like sociopath next door. Interesting read. A lot about antisocial personality disorder and everything that Spence just articulated. Mm. If you want to read for funsies, is The Psychopath Inside. Mm. Um, it's about this dude, Spence, that does these TED Talks, and he's like this big wig neuroscientist, and he's doing these brain image scans on serial killers. He's doing all the images on serial killers and looking and mapping out their minds and seeing how they're different than like everyone else, the gem population. He also happened to be doing like some brain scans just on his family members, just on his family members. Well, in the pile with his family, he's like, oh man, one of the, you know, psychopath ones, one of the serial killer ones got mixed in. So, and he couldn't mm -hmm. figure out which one it was. And he looked it up to the serial number. And he's like, holy shit, it's mine. Mm -hmm. So he found out that he was actually, uh, had psychopathic or sociopathic brain like neurology. Um, so throughout the whole book, he explains a lot of different things, a lot of science. And then he's like, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not a sociopath because, you know, like I've never been caught. He doesn't really acknowledge all the privilege that he has and how he's talked his way out of tickets, like Spencer said. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, I don't really hurt people. The whole book's about him literally hurting his wife and children. Mm -hmm. Also with like sleeping with other people and not really mm -hmm. giving a shit about anyone. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, but, you know, it's fine. They love me. And, like, literally, literally no. Um, it's quite interesting, and it's kind of a mindfuck reading it. It also does talk about the difference in empathy uh, and antisocial, you know, psychopath, sociopathic folks versus, like, autism. And it kind of shows you some of the neurology and how they vastly are different from others. Kind of cool. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So I just wanted to talk about those two books that are literally in the Amazon cart within our uh, link tree. There you go. Um, there are also some. Um, there are also some other symptoms that somebody could also show uh, before the age of fifteen, which is uh, aggression towards people and animals, destruction of property, lying and dishonesty, theft, and then serious violation of rules. Yep. Uh, so, I guess you know. I, I would probably say. Look out for those things if you have somebody younger than 15, yeah. um, especially if they're hurting animals, because we know that that is a trait of serial killers. So, you know, I don't know. Like, what what is your what's your opinion of like, what would you do if, you know, you saw that somebody was younger than 15 that had these uh, symptoms? Yeah. Uh, would that be therapy or would you what would you do? Uh, so. 
Hey everyone, before we get into the show, please check out our collaborator, Bubs Naturals. They sell a variety of health and wellness products, including collagen peptides, MCT oil powder, coffee, apple cider vinegar gummies, and other amazing products. Go to bubsnaturals.com and use our code DSP20 to get 20% off your entire order. And with that, let's get into the show. Boring you, you fuck. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, uh, it would be some behavior modification type stuff and mm. teaching them to have what we call cognitive empathy. So maybe mm. this individual won't feel it, but we can teach them what good people do, what good humans do, what good men, what good women do. And you slowly teach them on why this would be harmful and why this would hurt them, why this would hurt others that are around them. And it's cognitively because it's not going to feel it from the inside. So you have to put in mm-hmm. these parameters, these rules. It's kind of like uh, like a little bit of a Dexter vibe. You're putting in these mm-hmm. foundational rules on this is what we don't do. We don't right. hurt any good people. We also don't hurt bad people. Either. We just don't hurt people. Mm-hmm. So it is a decent amount of coaching. Also, there could be other reasons why they're having some behavior issues. Um. But if we're sticking to this, cognitive empathy empathy is the way to go. That's the way we went with some of the clients that I've worked with. Um, and then eventually I had to triage them to like a more intense professional care because it was outside of my hands. Did a good job. My boss was like, you're good. Also, it's time for me to take over. I'm the um, like specialist uh, when it comes to like sexual assault and, and offenders. And so she, you know, Dr. Roof took over a lot of stuff for me. So it is therapy. It's also multiple things. It's teaching. It's making sure the kid's growing up in a good environment because they're in one that fosters violence. They're in one that fosters and validates their emotions of like being toxic, hating people, taking advantage. Mm. So, you know, it's hopefully you can put that person in the right place. Uh, That might come off as at a young age, maybe a little spectrum, maybe a little, they call it like oppositional defiant. Uh, maybe a little ADHD too, right? It's kind of tough to like t- tease out if they're hurting others though. Cause ADHD f- folks are like autistic folks ain't hurting no one. If they're hurting right. someone. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I bring this up is cause I used to be a little shit. So, and I did a lot of like, like kind of violent things in like first, second grade. Uh, and I might not have been the most friendly to animals. So. Yeah. <laughs> could have been a whole different story for Nazir Zerka. Could have been. Could have been. Thank now God. Look now look at me. I'm still handled. killing animals. <laughs> got three of them motherfuckers in the fridge. Now I turn. Now I turn them into my little puppets. <laughs> yeah, they're all here. Um, <laughs> and so, now that we've talked about this. We've kind of set the rules and foundations and boundaries of what that is. I think that'll be helpful for some folks. Hopefully you do not see any of that. Right. If you did, it would be making sure that you're getting resources from um, from a you know therapist, social worker. If there's a mm-hmm. victim's unit or, you know, women's center, uh, legal services that will be provided at some of these like legal centers or women's centers. Um, mm-hmm. Even if you're men, there's going to be places to go for like places against violence or to help folks with violence, you know, protection orders, like there's certain things that you can do to seek resources, support groups, uh, things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I think as we transition back to the scene, 
uh, we get away from the sociopathy and we just talk about the scene itself. Like, it's just so fun to swear and like say all the words from it. I know, right? <laughs> King Kong ain't got shit on oh, me. Ain't got shit on me. Again, that grandiosity ain't got shit yeah. on me. And so sometimes yeah. when you in that mode or like, you know, Spencer makes a shot in basketball and I just set the pick and the dude falls down, you just kind of look at him like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah. And I just make the shot and walk away. I'm like, oh, that was a good shot. All right. Keep on going. Keep on going. Well, you're just like, yeah, motherfucker. Oh yeah. yeah, I tend to be, yeah, pretty derogatory when we're when we if we're chilling, we're chilling. But if I'm in like a mood, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I can get know, excited. It is what it is. It is sports. What are you gonna do? It is what it is. Um, but like, in all fairness, man, I was talking to some clients and I said, "Hey, man, so your friends betrayed you?" I said, "Man, you ever seen Training Day?" They said, "No," because they're like nineteen. How the fuck they know what Training Day is? Not. Why would you watch any yeah, films? I know. Yeah, I'm like, I've do seen you watch the Notebook? Yeah, <laughs> well, a couple of them was white girls, and I said, "Have you seen uh, movies with black actors in it?" <laughs> what? What? They didn't even you know who Denzel. Friday? Bro, they didn't no. know who Denzel was. That's that's actually terrible, honestly. Denzel has done so many films. You gotta know who Denzel Washington is. I don't care what color you are. You gotta know who Denzel Washington is. Folks don't know. That's crazy. Two That's of the young crazy. ones didn't know. And I said, man, there's this scene where he just starts cussing out everyone. Yeah. And fuck all y'all. I'm putting out hits on every single one of y'all. <laughs> uh, it's just ingrained in my mind. Like whenever something happens yeah. and I'm like, you know what? I want to cuss up like multiple people out. It's just boom, instantly training day. Yeah. I think it's like getting off topic a little bit. ADHD. What are you going to do? I don't care. Um, Monday pop. Um, Monday pop. I think that it's always interesting to see how like women, for the most part that I've seen and talked to, just they like haven't, they never really watched like movies and shows like that much. Right. While like that stuff was like all my childhood was watching movies and, you know, TV and everything like that. I understand different priorities and, yep. you know, parents, especially being like, nah, you, you're not watching that stuff. Um, yeah. But I always find it interesting because um, there's a lot of great and it's not even just the surface level things. It's below that. There's so many great things that are in all of these movies that you can really take away from. Um, and that's how I mean, that's how I got a lot of my social, some, most of my social cues was from different movies and shows. Um, yeah. and so I always find that interesting. Um, and then of course, if I ever try to, you know, have any type of jokes with like, oh yeah, King Kong ain't got no, I mean, it's like, what are you talking about? King Kong? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. So yeah. It happens. Uh, so some of that I guarantee is going to just come down to, uh, gender roles and like how mm -hmm. we raise folks. So like the, it's cool for the boys to watch maybe some of these more violent-y things. Yeah. And like the women kind of grow up in a society where, you know, okay, you're going to do this, this, and this, which is more like feminine, more softer. And then you're mm -hmm. going to have some, some women are going to be like, no, man, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And so that's when they mm -hmm. call them tomboys and all this shit. And right. Oh, you're too masculine. And it's like, really? 
people are yeah. just watching a movie or a show. But I, I would agree with you. Uh, a lot of students don't watch a lot of these. Uh, different genders watch different shows. Well, it's that. And then also, it's like I've also seen that a lot of people don't go backwards into movies. They oh, don't that, go back in time thing. and watch yep. all these different films. They're like, oh, I got to only watch stuff that's like maybe like five years old, if that. Um, and they don't go backwards into all these other films. And I'll be honest, movies were a lot better made back in the day. Like this movie sets place in 24 hours and still you get like this great intense thriller. Intense. Yes. Very um, intense. Like you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Bro, I'm going a, I'm to a, like be for real with you when it comes, because I'm seeing a lot of kids that are young all the time. So you're not seeing a lot of 19 year olds. Yeah. Um, Bro, they're not even really watching like TV shows. Doesn't matter what gender now. Like, not even really watching. Bro, it's literally like TikTok and YouTube. Like, straight up. Students just watching YouTube. That's crazy, man. Well, I, and I, I get that because even like Dom, she like watched like Vines and stuff. She does TikTok too, but it's like, you know, all of her references come from like Vines, TikToks, and all that shit. And I'm just, and she's only a couple of years younger than me. And. Yep. It's, it's just it's crazy to me because all of these great films and just tv shows oh, bro it takes like too much time out. too much time too much concentration mm-hmm. um it's yeah. not instant gratification mm-hmm. like it's intense we grew up in like some of the greatest film errors there were uh right mm-hmm. me being born in 1989 when were you born spence 94 not not four. um Right, those 80s and 90s great films and a lot mm-hmm. of us had to go back and watch the the older films because our parents made us watch those films um, mm-hmm. but nowadays a lot of my folks don't watch no shows no movies man it's, it's wild like i mean you're luck if if they watch netflix you're lucky yeah yeah, yeah it's true the only yeah. thing that it's still standing though is anime that's still very well and alive in the younger population Oh yeah, that will always keep on being alive. Um, yeah. Even if you get to like the cartoony anime, like Avatar, yeah, stuff like that, that's always going to live on. Um, Still going. Yeah, One Piece, all of that stuff. Attack yep. on Titan just ended, and everybody's going crazy about that. So. That's what they said. Attack on Titan just said. My boy just talked about it today, and then he said uh, mm-hmm. they just started playing this other thing. It was like Clover Brown or something like that on Hulu. Um, something like that and so they just you know you just keep going you just keep going and going and going with the anime and so he's that started I think 2017 and Attack on Titan I looked at it today started in 2013 yeah that shit's been going on for a while and it's not even that many seasons I think it's like maybe six yeah something like that I think I saw that Um, yeah yeah, it's it's intriguing uh, how different the ages are and how old I felt saying, you know, this scene. Yeah. And, you know, God forbid, you know, I start swearing. Like, students like, you swear. Oh, my God, you swear. Hey, like Pat McAfee says, people in the real world swear, so I'm going to swear on this podcast. Shut up. <laughs> like, this is how real people talk in the real world. And I'm like, hey, man, he's preaching because everyone be swearing in the real world, so we're going to do it on a pod. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, we don't hold each other back. Hey, don't say that, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Wonderful scene that lives rent-free in my head. I think it's mm-hmm. very relatable from any time you feel your back against the wall. Hopefully, mm-hmm. when y'all feel your back against the wall like this, you ain't, like, snapping on people, though. But mentally, mm-hmm. I don't care what you do. 
Verbally, yeah. make sure you don't do that shit at work. But I know, yeah. like, when you're at work, I know you want to cuss out all your coworkers. You know what? F you. F you. Oh, oh I really hate you. <laughs> you can fall. Now you're going a little too far back now. No one's yeah. going to know what the reference is. Yeah. You're saying. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Um, it's just funny on what, what lives in our heads. Uh, yeah. And the sad thing is, is this character when we were watching it is like hello real, and there are people like that. And you know, this is one that folks may not agree with, but you see it a lot in politics. Hmm. Folks are very suave, very wooey, very narcissistic, very Spence, what's the thing you always say on Instagram? The very front facing on Instagram, a lot of like attention needing and grabbing. Yeah. You start to see that with a lot of folks, and a lot of folks think that that's the way to get power is to get you know get their social cloud up. Yeah, it's very. Um, I know, and we—that's the thing. Now we see a lot of narcissists now just going to the internet because now they have a place to be that and gain that popularity um, and be just recognized and not you know. And if you co- try to call them out on any of it, they just play the victim. Um, I, I told see that you a lot on social media. What's so. the common denominator for a lot of this stuff is playing the victim role. Um, mm-hmm. You see it a lot where it's really cool when you see some of these like personal accounts and like people that were like, oh, hold up, man, we know this is fake. Like you tricking people yeah. out of money. Like you yeah. scamming, you scamming. There's actually a, um, an account I follow. And what he does, he takes like all these like bodybuilder fitness people Him. who, yeah, I forgot what his name was, but um, he takes a lot of people who do like edits on their photos and yep. calls them out on it. Um, and then a lot of the times those people play the victim and they are just and even though they know they're doing something wrong and they're scamming people out of money, being like, oh, yep. yeah, you can get a butt if you you know, do this <laughs> these three things. Yeah. Yeah. It's intense, man. Like that. People just trying to hustle. But like, it's also like, you know, don't you feel like you hurting people, man? Like. No. Or don't you feel like you're overcharging for being like maybe, you know, I'm going to say it, being like a coach like on here? Like you're charging a lot, man. Like you're charging more than therapists. You know, it's kind of intense. Um, Yeah. I think also, I know we had a discussion. A really cool account to follow that uh, ADHD Ron did put me on was this guy called Dr. Ids, IDZ. Hilarious. Medical doctor, like going in on people where they're like, these, let me tell you how peanuts are killing you. Let me tell you how all bottled water is killing you. And he'll be like, he'll just be going in on people. And he's like, time for school. Dr. It, bro, Dr. IDZ, hilarious, Spence. I'll have to um, check him out after this. And he's like, class dismissed. He always ends up with class dismissed. And I'm like, this fucking guy, hilarious. Kind of feels neurodivergent to me, but that's a different story for a different day. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's an interesting world. Uh, it is. Be cautious of some folks being narcissistic, manipulation tactics, playing the victim role. Be cautious of those things. You know, take care of yourselves. This is supposed to be more of a psychoeducational pod than more of me like therapizing things. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, we gave y'all some teachings, gave y'all gave y'all blessings. Blessings. But again, that's from a, from a TV show, New Girl. Blessings. <laughs> Better if Bless. if if I see anybody that doesn't know New Girl, that's just a whole low, whole new level of disrespect. Yeah. That's just like only eight, ten years old, maybe, maybe. 
Only thing that's still making a cut, I feel like, man, these days is like, rest in peace, Matthew Perry, but Friends. Yeah. Friends is still yeah. like alive and kicking no matter what. Uh, friends and then The Office. The Office, yeah. Yeah, those the two office. are always alive and everyone's like, oh my God. Yep. I've watched it like 800 times. Try I, some, how about instead of that 800, the 801 time, try something different. I know, I know you like what you like. I know, I get it. I know, it. I, I get it. it. I'm not telling you what to do, but at the same time, just try a different show. Can we watch some black people? Can we watch some Mexicans? Watch, <laughs> watch my wife and kids. Yeah, here we go. You know, <laughs> underrated for real. Um, From the white community, but okay. <laughs> hey, um. All right, that was the season for this. I think it was just fun to talk about how I use it quite often, and then also yeah. just to provide some education. Let's uh, let's put some seasoning on it. Let's get out. Seasoning. Um, they like to call that crack. Um, so, thank you everybody for joining us today. Had a good talk. It's medicinal, I swear. Um, go check out all of our great collaborators, and then also please go check out our merch. Give us some money. We love it. We would just want some money. Come on now. You're getting all this entertainment. Why not? Why not give us a little, a little something, you know? Sure, just so everyone knows, we don't get a ton of money from the merchandise, but it does go back into the fund to actually help us make this shit more professional with the microphones, the music, keyboards, extra monitors, all it helps. It helps it make it, it sound good. Yes. Don't you love my voice? Come on now. Everyone says they have a podcast voice. Sensual. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Uh, I'm Spencer. That's Nas. This is the Different Spectrums Podcast. Hi, right, everyone. Much love. And remember, take care of yourselves. Or don't. And that's up to you, homies. Peace. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. That's right. Don't you